0: Hey, podcast listener. Dan Andrews here. Hey, Ian, it was suggested to us that for the 100th episode of the LBP, we do a video cast. How do you feel about that?
1: I was just thinking about that the other day. I was thinking, what are we going to do for the 100th episode? And then I looked at the site and realized that our designer, Tammy, had taken down the uh, episode numbers. So I was like, well, who's going to know, anyways?
0: Right. Well, this is episode mm. number something 90 ish. Let's get moving. Yeah, buddy, it's Thursday, and that means it's time for another lifestyle business podcast where we believe building a business is the ideal way to create more freedom and flexibility and cash money for you, your family, and those around you. Today, I'm joined by my captain, my co-host, the CEO of our fine organization, the man who puts the sugar into sugar daddy. Welcome to the program. Ian, where are you? What's your 20?
1: Hey, buddy. I'm in San Diego right now. Hanging out. Actually, I'm right here on Autoblog. You caught me. I'm uh, checking out the new Dodge (laughs) Viper that's coming out. Yeah, man. This thing looks sweet. Have you seen the new pictures yet? I have not. The new Dodge Viper, it puts out more horsepower. It's either more horsepower or more torque than any naturally aspirated engine right now. The power to weight ratio is ridiculous. Ridiculous. We're having
0: a casual episode Uh, today. This is more of like a tropical talk radio, which is on a little bit of a hiatus. So let me ask you, today, if you had 50 grand cash money and you had to spend it on a car, what would you buy?
1: Ooh, like a daily driver? Used or new?
0: Used, of course.
1: Used, of (laughs) course. Hmm.
0: Think about that. If you guys stick around to the end of the episode, we'll explain why some car guy is going and twisting himself and contorting himself with a bunch of women on a weekly basis. Is it not obvious? The shouts, the news. We've got two new iTunes reviews. Raise yourself past the noise and ignite your passions. Live life on your terms and escape the mediocrity. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we're somewhat uh, mediocre ourselves, but uh, thanks for <laughs> mediocre ourselves. But uh, thanks for that. The Lifestyle Business Podcast is numeral uno. It's business time. Five stars and uh, great even for location independent entrepreneurs and business owner. Five stars. Love the podcast. Um, uh, this reviewer puts us up in one of in some of the top podcasts out there, including duct tape marketing. And marketing over coffee. One listener suggested that if you listen to us at two times speed, you can get the information doubly as fast. And I think it sounds like something like this when you put it on two times speed. So it's not really that bad. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I listen to a lot of podcasts actually on two times speed. I'm a little offended that uh, you're listening to ours on two times speed. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> alright, with that,
0: this week we had a site down due to SSL certification, and I don't know man, you know, this This is all the more reason in my mind to move over to platforms like Shopify, Ian. Yeah. Uh, I look at these legacy sites. This week, a developer told us that, uh, you know, they wouldn't develop our Drupal site because it was too much of a jungle in there. And, and, yeah. and this week, I probably spent two hours of my time dealing with an SSL certification for one of our domains. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, this, this actually parlays into some of the user questions. So, uh, Joe Hughes at uh, The Dynamic Life on Twitter says, I actually met Joe in New York City. He says, I checked out the theportablebarcompany.com and you guys said you switched it from Shopify to WordPress, but you didn't say why. Why are you no longer selling the bar on the site, but just accepting phone calls? What's going on with this, guys? Teach us the insider info. And, you know, part of the reason we're doing a little bit more casual episode this week is that we've been focused on this portable bar company. So, Ian, tell me the story.
1: Yeah, portable bar company is going pretty well. Um, It's a very competitive landscape, but uh, we're finding that we're doing all right in it. And so we're just kind of at the beginning of this. We're learning about the industry. We're learning about the products. It's a long road ahead of us. So to answer Joe's question, uh, why did we go from Shopify to WP? The reason why we went from Shopify to WordPress is uh, because we are no longer selling the product online. And there's a lot of different reasons for that, but the main reason is so we can be competitive. A lot of these products are sold offline uh, through quote forms, basically. Um, So if you can imagine a buyer uh, for this kind of product, somebody like Bacardi might come to three or four different companies, us being one of them, and say, hey, give me your most competitive price um, on this product. And so that takes a fair amount of strategy and understanding of circumstances and things like that. And it just doesn't cut it. If you have the price online, then it's really easy for somebody. Uh, especially a buyer, to come to your site, oh, these guys are $300 higher. The the conversation never starts. And so by not having the price on the website, you have to initiate a conversation with us in order to figure out what the price of the bar is.
0: Yeah, selling these $3,000 portable bars is what uh, Rob Walling from Startups for the Rest of Us commonly calls a high-touch sale. And if your first touch is, this bar is $2,000, uh, that sometimes doesn't send the best message. And also, you know, we asked ourselves the question, how many SKUs are we going to have in this business in the next, you know, year time frame? And we're, you know, maybe three or four or five. Not really an e commerce play, more of a marketing play. So instead we right. focused on sort of building that relationship, encouraging people to contact us and call us, uh, take a look at our videos, build a relationship with us that way.
1: You know, one of yeah, the um so to touch off. We like building businesses um, that uh, that are really resource intensive, right? So, like, we got a bunch of salespeople and customer service and stuff like that. So, I shouldn't say a bunch, a few. So, uh, things that thing we sell products that require customer assistance and follow up and things like that. And that's really sustainable for us. Speaking
0: yeah. of easy on ourselves and how it happens, I was uh, sort of going to David the other day, you know, we're working on some marketing for a portable bar company. And I said, man, we only started this business six weeks ago. We're doing really good. And you know, it's wow, this is exciting. Let's work harder and stuff. And David's like, uh, dude, when I first met you over a year and a half ago, you guys were talking about this crap. Yeah. <laughs> and I was kind of like, well, that's how it happens, isn't it? You know, we've been dragging our feet on these damn bars for a year and a half. And so it, it's, it's, it's easy to think, you know, we've just been doing it for six weeks and now it's doing really well. And now we can't even record a podcast because we're so busy with it. But, uh, you know. Well, the
1: reality of it, the reality of it is that David's right. We have been working on it for a year and a half. Um, we just got the product in recently, so we've only had the product in our warehouse for the last couple of months. But that shows how long it actually takes from the idea to the conception of the product. And then, you know, we're still like refining our uh, sales message and our marketing messages, and we'll continue to do that for a long time. Um, and And, uh, you know, we put up our first website on uh, Shopify, and it sucked, right? Everybody agreed. That's part of the reason why we moved over to WordPress, too. And we weren't getting very many leads. As soon as we changed the website, as soon as we refined the message, we started getting a lot more leads.
0: Yeah, and by the way, this isn't rocket science. I mean, we made a nice video. Well, Ian, you did a great job on that. Um, You know, one of the competitive edges in our e-commerce niches is photography don't skimp on photography you need excellent pictures of your product for sure that's a competitive advantage but uh you know we just used a woo theme i mean this isn't this isn't anything that anybody listening to this podcast can't just go to woo themes get a great looking theme and put it up on a bluehost i mean that's it um and just taking the time to write great copy to put that phone number up and to start building relationships with people Um, you know that's how this business is getting done and we'll let you guys know the results in a few months but it looks like this could be um, a really good industry for us so we'll see Um, thanks to Bob Malloy by the way for putting graffiti on the University of Montana campus (laughs) LBP yeah buddy that is so cool the best email of the week for sure Uh, you know we continue to bag on the college experience and uh, Bob Malloy is helping us thanks Bob Kind of ironic, Bob. Thank you. Appreciate you you listening. Uh, You know, Liz Froment wrote us about one of our quick tips about coconut oil. Uh, She says she lives in a cold environment. It's even great for your hair. So you can pretty much do anything with coconut oil. If you are ever going to start that business, Ian, where you do the survival packs, you know, and you just ship people a skid of survival gear, be sure to include coconut oil. Thank you, Liz, for your Comment. Next, we got a comment from Matt K. at HighCappen.com. D. Seer actually was on the program before. Uh, yes. Wants, yeah, so Matt's basically, he wants to hear our philosophy about getting things done and entrepreneurial ADD. He's got a lot of projects. It's not a bad thing, but how do you guys make a decision about where to spend your resources and your time? You got a basic Good philosophy questions. about this one? I mean, this is something that a lot of people are struggling with.
1: Yeah, I think – so I know a little bit of backstory, Matt. He's got a couple successful businesses. I don't know if he's still doing the legal stuff, but he's doing doing sourcing for uh, textiles and uh, clothes. And so, um, anyways, uh, you know, I think part of the decision on how to spend your time is – I mean, it kind of depends on what stage your business is at, right? So for us, in the beginning of our business, it was like really clear – Uh, I had to spend all of my time designing products because that was the only way we were going to have a business. Um, Now that's scaled and now we have a designer and now he designs most of our products. And so I don't have to spend so much time doing that. Um, So you kind of get freed up and now you're kind of in the situation. It's like, well, I've got a little bit more time. What am I going to spend my time doing? So I think it depends uh, for everybody kind of what stage of their business and you know what uh, not, let me he's let me pretty t- happy, I,
0: I, you know let's get less strategic and less stodgy about it. i'm like gary v man i think if you're one percent unhappy about what you're doing get off that horse it's like you know I, I have this philosophy it's like if you can't figure out within six months if a business is good enough to put somebody in charge of it like if you're not developing enough cash flow that you can put somebody to run that business then it's not good enough it's not a good enough focus of your time and I really believe, Ian, that the types of business landscape that we're in, time, your time is at an all-time premium. The types of things that we can do with minimal capital are staggering. And so I think you got to be super stingy with your time. And I think that means driving after the things that you really feel great about. And, you know, that's just, you know, one thing that I'm, unwilling to compromise on at this stage. You know, when I, when I feel those winds of passion and I see an entrepreneur, of course this is all in the context of entrepreneurship. I'm not talking about your passion for horse riding. I'm talking about your passion for building <laughs> businesses, right, and doing things that are meaningful in an entrepreneurial sense. When I feel that wind of passion go, man, I put up the sails. And no longer am I going to martyr myself because I think I should be doing something and this and that. And I think that's important for us, Ian, going forward. I think that's important for a guy like Matt. It's like find the things in your industry that you really feel passionate about solving, and do those things because, you know, you're not winning any martyr medals for sticking around and, and doing the hard yards. And, and That's
1: right. And if um, and I sorry, mean hard emotional yards.
0: I mean works hard anyway you slice it. Even though I'm quote passionate about X or Y, I mean, it's hard. I'm sitting in front of the computer for eight hours, hoping that something drips out of me. You know, but, but those eight hours are focused on something that I'm happy about that I can step away and say, you know what? I'm happy that I, I try to write that blog post. I'm happy that I try to reach out to that person because those are the things that I feel pumped about. I'm 100% knowing that that is something that I can, that I can feel good about at the end of the day. So that's the way I judge this stuff, Ian, you know, time is it, that's it. That's the top value in life. And if you're, if you're feeling, like, you know, ambivalent about what you're doing, I think that that's a good place to focus on. Get get rid of that. Flush out the ambivalence.
1: Word. I totally agree with you. And as an entrepreneur, I mean, what makes serial entrepreneurs is that they go out and they start multiple businesses. Once you're, you know, first business, second business, fifth business is up running, you go start another one. So, you know, if you're not happy, like you said, doing what you're doing. Go on, move on.
0: You know, it's, 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 it's such tricky advice, right? Because on the one hand, you want to hold your feet to the fire and stick it out and everything. But on the other hand, Ian, we we're just talking about the importance of a change of venue. Like for me, you know, I'm a really, a guy who like has a new interest every six months. And in some organizations, like, you know, if I worked for a big tax CPA firm, international firm, it'd be awful. I'd be a huge liability. But if I just have a change of venue and put myself in a different environment, it can be a huge asset. And it's this thing about, you know, it, it, you know, a lot of people lament this idea, like, I can't stick to anything. I come up with a new brilliant idea every three weeks. And I kind of have that, like, look, like, really? That's a problem that you have a new brilliant idea every three <laughs> weeks? You know what I'm saying? Like, you have to, to get a change of venue.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, if it's legitimately valuable, find yourself an environment in which your skill set can thrive.
1: And, uh, speaking of uh, environment what's going on over there buddy you outside right now i'm in southeast
0: asia man we're building houses we're riding motorbikes every, what's <laughs> not happening <Right. laughs>
1: the only thing i haven't heard yet is sweeping noise which is pretty common there
0: that's the thing that's the sound of southeast asia shh, 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 shh. so aj dunn writes us he wants some more free advice well that's what we do aj you wrote to the right guy he wants to get some he basically has a sales funnel for wordpress sites and he can get them developed or he has people that want to buy them from him, but his costs are too high so he's suggesting what's the best way that i can get a firm rocking in the philippines say you get a contract deal with a wordpress developer that can deliver wordpress sites for like a thousand dollars a month what's the best way to get that done he's got some money to do it he's willing to go and sit down with firms In the Philippines, well, AJ, I don't really think that a firm is the answer. I don't think you're going to do well, you know, going door to door in Manila trying to find outsourcing firms. I mean, they're really looking for big clients. You know, if you're an outsourcing firm, you don't want to talk with somebody unless they're talking ten seats. You know, they're talking like five to ten grand a month minimum. So, what I really think you need is like you need a smart entrepreneurial partner that maybe has a lower cost structure. And places where you're going to find that is twofold. You're going to find that on ODesk. You're going to find that maybe lesser on Elance, a little bit tougher on Elance. Um, but I think relationships always when I think about this stuff because you want to know this person. Who is that talented person that's willing to give you sites for $1,500 a pop? Off the top of my head, I can think of 10 people, and they're all in the dynamite circle. So <laughs> that's a sales pitch, but it's true because you need to – I mean, these these are people like off the top of my head. You know, Lewis could do uh, a $1,500 WordPress. I, John, John uh, you know – John McIntyre will do a $1,500 WordPress site. So right. I can think of a bunch of people off the top of my head. In fact, he's doing one right now for me. Right. So, uh, so AJ, maybe that's just more of a personal connection kind of thing. and We just need to talk on Skype, and that's how that stuff gets done. Final question from Sam. He's got a relatively successful AdSense site called WeightCritic.com. It's been around for three years. He's thinking it might have the potential to go to the next Level. So, what do you do to get a site that's just been cranking AdSense for three years to get it to the next level?
1: Sell products. That's, <laughs> that's what it. you got to do.
0: That's it. You got to have a product. I think you got to look at this. Maybe if you've got a relationship, if you have uh, with some of the visitors, you know, toss up a mailing list, pull them, ask them, you know, look at what are the top ad clicks that you're getting. You know, what all, what pages are getting the most traffic on your site? You know, try to do an inventory like that. What are the products that are going to be most lucrative for you to develop? That's it, man. That's the name of the game is products. You can't be sending people off-page to buy other people's products. Thanks, Sam, and good luck. It looks like you got a winner on your hands there. Let's get moving on to the quick tips, tricks, and or funny jokes section. I use SpeechToTextService.com to transcribe the Tao of the Hustle episode thanks to Dylan Hassinger's advice. He'd like us to make a little coffee table book. I sort of looked at what we said during that episode, Ian. And Was it any good? There is no question that you look dumber when you write than when you talk. <laughs> uh, it, it's like, how dumb can we possibly look? Yes, it's sort of embarrassing. But it was $18, and the accuracy was excellent. I mean, this wasn't some person who doesn't know the English language. Um, I think they translated Venkat from Ribbon Farms' name into, like, Ben-Cat something but outside of that everything was pretty money so that's speech to text service com if you need a quick transcription they turned it around in like four days and i got the lazy service so that was that was good for me i'm very happy about that awesome what's your quick tip this week i'm gonna, cook, uh, I'm, gonna I'm gonna wait hold up hand on forehead all right go ahead
1: yeah you ready for this uh <laughs> i've been going to yoga yeah i've been going to hot yoga and uh your comments your your comments weren't too nice to me about that the other day but uh i won't tell the listeners what they were you' are
0: just opening up the door for criticism sir
1: look man <laughs> it's pretty amazing stuff so i've been going to hot yoga per some recommendations and it's uh it's really opened me up to some spiritual spiritual i've had some spiritual waking man that's what's going on over here now uh for real on the reels with the yoga uh it's it is, uh, it's really going well. I'm doing the rolling still that uh, Justin Hayes prescribed. Yeah, and that's
0: myofacial uh, that, release.
1: Yes. Doing some of that in conjunction with the yoga, and I just feel so good. I mean, the hot yoga class, they pump it up to like, I don't know, 90, 100 degrees in there. I mean, I'm just totally dripping with sweat. Um, it's slow movement, controlled breath, kind of in-the-moment stuff, stuff I didn't really think I would ever do. But uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to making part of this uh, making this part of my routine moving forward because I feel great. I really do after I do it. so Yeah, and, everybody, if you haven't done a session of hot yoga, just check it out, just check it out once. Sure. Just once.
0: Yeah And when, when, I, when I'm looking for more da- to increase my dating opportunities, I will as well go to hot yoga. Hey but, buddy. You know one thing that's that, the truth. That's one thing that we're doing is that we're both doing this myofacial release stuff. and um, you know I was talking to a friend recently who had a severe back problem. And what he said to me was really awakening, which is he said, if I would have known what I know now, what I learned in the hospital the last week, I would not have had this surgery. so, So this knowledge that he was able to learn in less than a week would have prevented a major invasive surgery. Yeah, and uh, that was a real eye opener for me. And I, you, you'll be damned if I didn't get on that softball for 25 minutes that day, buddy. <laughs> so we're gonna right. we're gonna talk a little bit more. Hopefully, we can get Mr. Justin Hayes on this very LBP program in the coming weeks. We got taxes coming up. We got all kinds of stuff to talk about. It, but I'm glad you could dice just a small portion of your very overwhelmed schedule apparently with portable bars and hot yoga to join us here, Ian. We'll talk. Yeah, to you buddy, next I'm week. gonna. Um... <laughs>
1: I'm going to give you guys my uh, quick pick here for under $50,000. It might be a little bit of a surprise to you. Everybody, uh, I'm a BMW fan, but I think if I had to put $50,000 on something, I would actually buy something new this time, and it would be the 370Z. Wow. That's what
0: From left field, mine would be the M5. Let's talk next Thursday. Booyah. Hey everybody, thanks for listening, don't be shy, we've got a mailing list, lifestylebusinesspodcast.com Go there, get yourself signed up, and we'll keep you up to date on everything.